All right, hello and welcome once again to the Ruthless ST radio program. I am your host, Nick Bernal, and uh, it's a little light in the studio this week, but still managed to uh, get a show together for you guys. With me this week, Logan Simpson. Logan, how the hell are you? I'm good. Not too bad. Yeah, unfortunately, the the, the weather in this unfortunate state is uh, starting to turn cold. So, no more, no more. (laughs) Longer it holds off, the better. Right, right. I feel you. That way we can do more car shit with the car homies. (laughs) But we've we've got a couple of thinker topics this week. Uh, I think they're pretty darn good thinker topics myself. Um, So, uh... Why don't we, well, after after our sponsor message, of course, but uh, let's jump into it. Before we do that, of course, we got to thank the sponsor for this week's uh, show, which is once again uh, the Car Spa. Uh, Jeff has actually been doing some really good work uh, here lately, and uh, he does everything from basic wash waxes to uh, full-on uh, ceramic coatings. Which is which is pretty awesome. Uh, make sure you get in now before the uh, cold really sets in. At least if you're in Ohio. Uh, and uh, let's uh, let's let Jeff uh, get your car looking right. Uh, you can see his work. It is on uh, thecarspadetailing.weebly.com, and it's also on the Car Spa Facebook page. Uh, two really good places to check out. Uh, and if you tell him that Ruthless ST Radio sent you, he'll actually give you a 10% discount on your service, which is a nice little uh, nice little perk. So like I said, go hit Jeff up. Get your car all nice and spiffy and shiny before the winter. Get it protected before the winter. Uh, the Car Spa. Your car needs this. That wasn't as good as some of my other ones, I'll admit. So the topics this week, we're going to start out with a heavy, kind of heavy one. Well, heavy in the sense that Ford needs to get their head out of their ass. (laughs) So why didn't Ford bring the Mark 1, no, Mark 2, I think would be the technical. uh, ST, Mark 2, RS. Yeah, right. Why didn't those come to America? Or why do we think they didn't come to America? So, let's see. This is, what, mid-2000s at this point, right? The Mark II came out in 2008. At least the RS did. So, yeah, early 2000s. So, yeah, early to mid-2000s, getting into 2010-ish. So, let's take a look at... Let's first look at, you know, where... Especially in 2008, with the uh, with the crisis and everything uh, that presented, um, so let's see. The only thing I could think of is that in 2008, uh, when the market decided it wanted to take a poo, um, 
I mean, that, that could be why, because they thought that Americans didn't have the disposable disposable income at the time. So um, the Mark I was 2002 to 2005. Okay. And it actually did so, have an RS model as well. It had an RS model and an ST-170 model. Ah, uh, which, I know we got a Mark, like, I know there was a ST sedan in America, but it was NA... Yeah. It wasn't the same. It was a different. It was a different Mark II version, totally different styling, not even the right. same motor. Right, because it was the two O Duratec. Yeah, I say if, I, I don't know about the Mark Ones as much, but the Mark Twos had the five cylinder Volvo. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, let me just pull up a quick fact sheet here. I, I mean, I unfortunately I. I just think that it was just a car that would not have sold well that Ford thought. Um, overseas, they like their little cars, and they have this long, short little streets. That That um, is true. That is true. I will agree where with that. Where here, we didn't like them as much. Um, I guess I can understand the Mark 1s that come over here, but I really wish they would have let the Mark 2s because, man, I want Mark 2 RS so bad. Gotta wait till they're twenty five, and at that point they'll uh, they'll be rusted into the ground. <laughs> twenty twenty thirty three, I'll be in the You know, I wonder. Uh, just to go off on a little bit of a tangent, I do wonder how much. What when they do hit the U.S. I wonder how much that market will either explode or nobody will really care. Well, I'm sure people will care, especially about the RS 500s. But I mean, it'll probably be like the the Bosworth RSs. I mean, you get one of those for I've heard anywhere from depending on how cleanliness it is, cleanliness is, importation fees, and everything, twenty to forty k. I think someone said right around thirty thousand dollars to have one as average. That's a lot. Yeah, but I mean. You think that's a lot? Look at the freaking the R34s and shit. Well, that's true. That's true. I think people yeah, are I just mean, paying too much money for those myself. But it's because America, we want things that we can't have, and they're, they're mainstream things. Right. <clears throat> but I would love a Mark II. I've read a Mark II ST here in the states that somebody's here visiting on Visa and. Fell in love with it. It sounds so much better. It rides and grips up so much better. It it's just it, it makes power better. There's they are the only thing the new RSs have on the old ones is the fact that they're all drive and that is it. But I don't care. I want one. Oh yeah. Ever since I found out about them, never concepts. They're they they seem like a great platform, and I don't even know a ton about them. Yeah. I know enough to make you want one. I know what the inside one looks like, what it sits like, how it sounds, and what you can do to it. Like the, I think it's made by AirTech, but AirTech, they have an awesome body kit, a front bumper, and fascia, and everything for them. I would love to get. Yeah. Yeah, I think... Uh, I Honestly, I would love to have a Mark II RS. Because, I mean, I like how they look. Um, I've seen 
uh, pictures of the interior, and I think the interior, yes, it screams like mid two thousands econo box, but let's be real, it was a mid two thousands econo box, which, and that kind of is part of the reason that puzzles me that you know why they didn't bring it over here. I think it would have been a great successor to the ZX three and the uh, the sedan personally but what do i well the the zx3 and all those i think were out the same time i don't know if the zx3 was i think the zx3 was a mark one yes this is when we this is when we need john this is when we need john yes man mr mark one expert and i think the st that you're talking about the sedan one was the Mark II for us, but we got like a an altered version compared to what they got over there. Correct. Yeah, they they took the Mark One, chopped the hatch off, gave it four doors, called it an ST, and it it wasn't. It looks completely different. Correct. Correct. And oh shoot, you know I'm I'm thinking about it, and. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, the, the Mark One and, and Mark II were, well, at least the ones we got here, right, were pretty darn good for what they were. They weren't, they weren't the enthusiast cars that, you know, I mean, yes, people, people were enthusiasts about them, but they weren't, What's a good way to put it? Uh, they weren't. Uh, they weren't they car. They weren't car guy cars. No, I mean people in the states never thought of as a focus as a as that way. You know, I mean the shy of the few Mark Ones. You know, I mean I guess the like the SVT versions and everything like that. Yeah, we did get those, but I mean the those are turbocharged five cylinders. Right. Nothing is is a lot more than freaking what is it, one point. Eight or six naturally aspirated four cylinder that's in Mark twos. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's like a, it's like I, I want to say it's like a two cylinder. Uh, you mean a two, two liter? Yeah, a two liter, uh, four cylinder. Thank you. Well, I know it's a four cylinder, but I, I thought it was a one eight, but it might be two liter. <clears throat> no, I think it is. I think it's a the Duratec. 2.0, I, I want to, oh, now you've got me all, I want to say it was, a, again, this is where we need Rupp, he's the Mark 1 guy, but yes, the Duratec engine, I, I want to say is a 2 liter, uh, a, a, two, a 2 liter NA motor. Um. So that that kind of I really wish we would have gotten those cars. I do. Cuz then it, it would have opened up it, it would have honestly cuz that's really when the GTI kind of took over the hot hatch market in America. At that point in time when the when the uh Mark 1 kind of became a 
for lack of a better word, a grandma car. Yeah, I think the around the time the Mark II came out was when like the Evo eights and stuff was coming out too. I don't I believe. Yeah, yeah, the Evo eights, the the night. I wouldn't say nicer WRXs. The the next generation of WRX was coming out at that time. I think it was the Blobby. The Blobby was Maybe. the 05. 07, 08, You're looking at the Hawkeye. Okay. But they had the hatchback version of the Hawkeye, didn't they? Uh, they had a wagon version in the WRX of the Hawkeye. They didn't have an STI. Um, hatchback. No, they had the. I thought they. Okay, I knew they eventually came out with that hatchback somewhere around that time. Oh yeah, I think that was two thousand eight when that new when that new <clears throat> hatchback came out. I think that was oh eight, because oh seven I think was the last year of the the Hawkeye. I, I, I'm sure one of our few listeners will, will definitely arg, 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 correct me in uh, an email or something. <laughs> you're you're a car enthusiast. You're supposed to know your cars. Well, I know mostly. I'm a Ford guy. I'm not really a import guy. You can't, you can't, you can't be expected to know every make and model and year. and like I know the basic stuff, but like when you're talking about heritage and older cars, like throughout the time i don't know all the variations of every brand <laughs> yeah me neither i don't th- i don't think anybody does and if you do you probably <clears throat> get paid to do so <laughs> um but but yeah so we're talking you know getting back to you know mark II rs we're getting to you know when the stock market crashed in 08 uh, so everybody's wallets were tightening. I, I think it's a combination of, I think Ford thought that they may not sell it. Uh, and then I also think that they may not, uh, I, I don't think that they, um, I, I, I don't think that they thought enthusiasts were enthusiasts were buying cars at that time, that particular time. So well, I think I'm that's sure part of like in, I'm sure emissions and all that too didn't help. So. Uh, yeah, and usually the thing with emissions too is usually the Euros have stricter emission standards than the Americans do. So that's a thought. Um, like like I think uh, Europe is now on like Euro 5 or 6, which is pretty stringent as far as... um, I mean, it's pretty stingent as far as um, standards go. I think it's even... I think it's even worse than uh, California right now. And California's got some pretty... pretty strict standards as far as... uh, uh, emissions go. Well, it's not even just emissions either. I mean, oh, I just, I mean, any of the car stuff like commerce ratings, test ratings, all over ratings. Right, and right. America is definitely harder to get some things approved for. Oh, for sure, for sure. So that, you know, that kind of brings us into, kind of brings us into the next topic. Why do we think that um, 
Ford stopped making the... Well, well, I mean, let's be real. The only car they make anymore, anymore, is the, the Mustang. They got rid of the Fusion. They got rid of the Focus. Uh, pretty much the only thing they make anymore is the Mustang. They're supposed to. I heard they're supposed to bring the Fusion back or something. Really? Hmm. Someone said I thought they were extended to like 2023, but I'm not sure. They just keep turning everything to electric, which I mean, everybody's doing that, so. Yeah, everybody's starting to do that, and... You know, it makes you th- it makes you wonder how uh, how much longer our uh, little gas powered econo boxes will be around. You know, I'm going to PRI later. Uh, you know, next month, and uh, I I really wonder how much of it will be focused on the electrification of the race car. To be honest. Um. You know, we're, we're looking to the future. What's our future right now? It's currently uh, electric SUVs, unless you buy a Tesla. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm kind of well, no, looking forward to seeing a new Maverick, but, I mean, what's cool about it is, like, so it's built on the C2 platform, which is like a unibody platform. And yeah, platform... It's, it's built on the uh, Escape, if I'm not mistaken. Well, it's gonna, that platform is going to be shared with the Escape, the Bronco Sport, the the Maverick, and then possibly the new Ford uh, Fo- Fusion, the Lincoln Corsair, and the Ford Focus overseas are all going to be sharing that same platform. Really? Well, I knew I knew yeah. here, I knew here <laughs> that the uh, the the Focus and the Escape shared the last platform. Um, whatever it happened to be called, I I don't recall offhand which chassis it is, but um, I think that'll be interesting because um, they may b- start bringing those cars back, which means we might get the Mark IV ST, although it might be the Mark V ST at that point. Man, I mean, I guess if these gas prices keep going up, maybe they'll bring them back. I don't know, but they've got the their their sights are set on the Maverick and like the new Broncos and yep. the Fusion possibly come back. Right now, I mean that Maverick. I'm kind of excited about that. I mean, people are SEMA put it on air. And it's got the 2.3. Yep. EcoBoost in it. Yeah, I've seen uh, I've seen some interesting. I want to go to my dealer and drive one. Because I, I would never, at this point, I'll never get rid of the ST, right? But I, I do need a I mean, Kaylee. <laughs> are, are they even in dealerships? The Maverick? Do what? I don't think the Mavericks are in dealerships yet, right? So it, dealers have, or at least mine does, uh, they have a dealer demo model. At least I would assume that's what that is. I don't think they're going to be selling that Maverick. I think they are going to... Uh, I think it's just a, a dealer demo model. But... Um, I, I think the... 
I think the, um, oh shoot, I lost my train of thought. I think you can order a Maverick. Well, I'm sure you could order one. It's a matter of, would you get it? Well, I mean, they probably prioritize orders over selling a lot. I mean, so you'll get one. You'll get it before their lot would get one. Right, yeah. I heard they finally got some chips for some more vehicles, so. Yeah, that. I mean, I I like the uh, I I like the Maverick. Um, I I I think it's a. I mean, for what twenty grand they start at. The the mini truck is coming back. However, for me. If I ever want to pull the Focus, I would need at least a Ranger. Yeah, not you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's it. It'd pretty much be like telling them, like, uh, also would. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's not the same as the truck. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's good to have, like, a little bed. I mean, I wouldn't mind having one for, like, just a little bed and everything because, you know, I'm not doing anything really crazy. Right, right. And I, I don't, know, I don't know if I, I don't know if I would ever really tow the ST. Um, I, I don't think I would ever tow the ST. I'd prefer to drive it. Um, especially, uh, especially when I can uh, just, you know, drive it places. That's the benefits of, uh, <laughs> of having, um, a front wheel drive car is you can drive it most places. Um, but I, I think as a whole, it, um, I, I, I think as a whole, if you have, you know, your car, which essentially is what the, uh, the Maverick is. It's essentially a car with a bed on the back. If you have the car and then you also have another car, like a real car, um, I think you'd be set as far as enthusiast uh, stuff goes. At least that's where I'm at. I mean, I've seen small service tow cars to service, so I'm sure it's doable. I don't know about if I recommend it. Yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't. Not with a. I don't think I. I don't think I would ever pull anything with the Maverick. I, I like I said, I would need at least a Ranger. Yeah, it says a two thousand pound towing capacity. So yeah, definitely not an ST. Right. Not an ST on a trailer. Yeah, that's not happening. But I. I don't know. I don't know. The the car future is kind of murky right now, and I think that's because the 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 regulations just keep changing way too much, and, and they keep they don't change at a uh, steady rate. It, it's it's one big swing or another, and that's honestly not fun. I'd say the Ford Ranger. You're really close. This is thirty five hundred to the capacity. Time you have changer in the car, you're you're definitely gonna be over thirty five hundred. Right. Right. 
They might have a... I thought you could get a 4K telling capacity for it, but... Uh, let me see. Class 4 trailer hitch receiver. Yeah, I don't... I don't know what the... Uh, I don't know what the... Uh, the towing capacity is on a, on a Ranger offhand. Just that one, and that's not enough. I thought it was, depending on which way you configured it, I thought it was up to 7,000 pounds. I know the Colorado's up to 7,000 pounds. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Back, on a quarter ton? Uh, no. It's a quarter ton pickup. Yeah. I mean, even the Ram 1500s, they do uh, like 7,000. That's a full, I mean, that's a, you know, a half ton. Right. So I I don't know. I don't know. It's it's car prices as a whole are out of control in my opinion. But that that's a, you know, that's a different topic. And and maybe that's why maybe Ford didn't want maybe Ford in an effort to control costs decided to do that. I, th I think another topic that needs to be discussed is why all the manufacturers are just going to build to order. They're not, they don't really want lot inventories anymore. Okay, so the Ford Maverick, if you get the optional towing package, it can do 4000 Right. That's still mm -hmm. not really enough to tow an ST, though. I mean, if, nah, I mean they're $3,250. I'd say a trailer would be, it'd be, be right at it. Oh, yeah, that's true. It'd be right at it or just barely over it. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, you'd be safe still. I mean, you just... Go a little slower. You're, you're going to know the trailer's there is all. Yeah. I mean, with these bigger trucks, you can barely tell trailers you want. Right. If it's a lighter, if it's a smaller, lighter trailer. Yeah. I, yeah. The whole, the whole thing with cars... Uh, nowadays like we're 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 in the process of replacing my mom's sonata and finding a suitable replacement is uh more difficult than we thought because they're i mean i ain't if i can get a truck for a brand new truck for under like twenty five thirty thousand dollars that can tow my st in a i mean i'd be happy yeah that's about I mean, what i with it if I don't, if I don't get that or a Ford Bronco, I don't know where I'll get. Because that's what I want. I mean, once I get the ST paid off, I want to get a new Ford Bronco or possibly the Ford Maverick or yeah. Ranger. I just, I just want something I can maybe drive. And I can not worry about getting beat up. I can go outside and it's still new and reliable. Yeah. Or something if I want to, or haul some things. Yeah. And I don't need a full size. But the Maverick would be nice on the Ranger. Yeah. I don't really like the Monaco. It just depends on pricing and things, but I, I, I'm still a full person. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know yet. But. Well, that was a little little shorter of a show this week, honestly. 
Although, I guess with just two of us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd say we can, I said, do you want to talk about, we talk about, I guess, why the new ones got, we got rid of the new ones, the Mark IVs. I mean, that kind of sucks. We talked about that a little bit. Yeah. Um, I actually, I, what, I can't, I know Ford had come out at one point and said why they didn't bring the Mark IV over here, I thought. But I don't remember why that is. I think a big part of it, they got that new president or CEO or whatever, and he was a steering forward in a different direction, I think. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Cause, well, part of it. Because too, they were going to bring that. They were going to bring that. This thing we're going to over here. But yeah. They decided to. Well, I know part of it was um, they didn't want. Part of it was emissions, but at the time, and still, um, the um, they were just selling too many trucks and not enough vehicles, and yeah. they were pretty much having to to make five, ten thousand dollars on these cars and to get them out the door, and that was just that was the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They weren't uh, getting enough. They selling. Yeah, they just weren't selling. But you could buy a brand new for $22,000, and now look at them at fifty k to earn for that. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's <clears> kind of <throat> funny. I just got offered – I was going to tr- – I was – and I still kind of am, you know, on the back burner. I'd always love to upgrade to an RS. That, that would be nice. Um, however, <laughs> I was talking to a dealer – in Illinois, and so I, I have a pre-facelift ST3, and I got offered $6,500 at hundred k. Now, granted, it's modded a little bit, nothing crazy, all things I could technically remove, and I still have the stock parts for, and or would would sell the stock parts with the car, right? But to see like ST1s going for like seventeen, eighteen, like that's what I paid for my car four or five years ago. Yeah, dude, you could get more from that from Carfax right now. They probably give you like how many miles on it? Hundred and three. Yeah, I just saw. I my buddy was just looking at one. It had a hundred and thirty thousand, and they were asking like sixteen or seventeen. Yeah, for it. and that's right about what I paid for mine four years. Yeah, ago. but this, his was a hundred and thirty k on it. Yeah, mine also doesn't have a clean Carfax though either. But what is it? Salvage? No, no, it's still a clean title car. It's uh, it's been an involved been involved in a couple of fender benders. I mean, mine's like a deer in mine. I mean, I guarantee I bet you could get at least $10,000 for yours right now. If you went to Carfax, type your, or not Carfax, Carmax. Carvana. Carvana. Carvana, yeah. I think the last time, I think the last time they, I think the last time I tried to do a Carvana offer, they offered me like nine. I say, I got offered on dealer. They said they'd pay my loan. They're like, they give me pretty much like because I owed just like yeah two years left. Um, they said they pay off 
it was like an extra thousand in Argentina. Yeah. And I've got, I mean, I know they don't know the knowledge, but I've been four years. So on average, you're looking at least they expect me to have 65 to 70, and I have 90. Right. So, I mean, they were going to give me at least 10 or 12. Yeah, the last real offer I had um the last real offer I had was 12 and I would take that or more. That's kind of what I kind of what I benchmark against. And that was granted that was from my Ford dealer, like the one I go to to get it serviced and everything, but you know, that's still way better than whatever what everybody else was offering. I say man, if somebody offered me twenty eight for mine right now, I'd I couldn't tell them now. If somebody offer if somebody 20, offered 20, me twenty, 20, 20 I would it would twenty five be or twenty eight. Because yeah. between the amount of money I have in it and the car itself is probably worth I mean like if I sold it outright I can get like fifteen of it. Yeah. Then my if I parted it out, I could probably make eight to ten. So if someone gave someone came up to me right now, so I'll give you twenty five. I'm keeping the wheels I just bought though. Well, yeah. Sell those. Seven. I mean, after I get the the new wheels, I get done. I'm gonna it's I'm breaking the twenty five k into into months. That's nuts. Yeah. I, I don't know. I Here. still I still don't know how you do that. So fast, man, dude, quicker than you think. I mean, you got these guys, DRZs, people talking crap on them for just having a wide body wrap wheels and bags. You're talking for that, you're talking ten to thirty thousand dollars depending on what you get. I mean your airlift can be from two grand to five grand. Yeah. You get a Panda wide body kit's like six or seven to twelve, you know, fifteen, depending on carbon fiber or whatever. And then the cheaper kits are, you know, a couple thousand dollars. Right. Wheels, I mean, you get custom three piece wheels, or even if they're pre made custom ones, you're looking at a used set for fifteen, two hundred, fifteen hundred dollars, two thousand, all yeah. the way up to you know, five, ten thousand, and then a wrapper kit for Two to five grand. I mean, it's not to spend, bro. That's true. I guess it also also depends on um, use cases. Yeah. I mean, even if you're going crazy power, I mean, you know, say after basic, I mean, basic bolt-ons, I have, I probably have four grand and just basic bolt-ons. Yeah. Because lander core was a grand. HKS ball valve, charge pipe, I mean, that's $500. I mean, it all I built so fast. Yeah. On top of, like, exhaust. Like, before I got the expensive custom-made one, I mean. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, I've got, I don't know, twelve, thirteen, fourteen hundred dollars $1,400 in coilovers, a couple hundred dollars in a sway bar, a couple hundred dollars in a tune. Spending tomorrow 
which is Friday. This is being recorded on a Thursday. Tomorrow, tomorrow I'm starting into the aesthetic side. The aesthetic slash functional touring side, because I, uh, guys sell a fuel aero bars for like 80 bucks, and it's like, when you see what those go for new. <laughs> what do you mean like an aero bar? The, the roof rack. The aero bar is the, the, the aerodynamic crossbar that you put stuff on. I just get bored. Every time I get bored, I spend more money. <laughs> well, I, I've actually wanted a uh, roof rack for my car so that I can... Uh, I'm going to put a basket up there, and it's going to get a CB whip. And when I get my ham license, I'm going to swap that out for a ham whip. and have a portable ham rig, but, um, no, I, I've wanted one, I, I want to be like Russell Wampler, <laughs> and have the, the color-matched cargo box, <laughs> that, that's goals, right there, like, who is it, uh, it's Russell Wampler, Russell, uh, yeah, yeah, he didn't even paint match that box, it's not. No, it's paint matched, but he didn't do that. Oh, who did? So there was a guy. He had a bag that was on radiate wheels that uh-huh. used to run around Columbus. Mm-hmm. He got rid of it and got an R32. Um, oh, such a downgrade. but he sold he sold that box to what's his name? He's got a black. I want to say it's an RS too. He's got a black RS. Uh huh. Um, he sold it to him. Um, I cannot remember his name, Nick or something. Maybe I don't know. Um, but then he got rid of it. I guess sold it to Russell. Oh, but Russell didn't have it done. It was I mean, I I would have it done professionally too. I wouldn't do it myself. Yeah, I'm just saying he bought it like that. Like I mean, it's I I've yeah. seen it. I have watched it transfer from one person to another person to another person. <laughs> yeah. I really, I, you know, I wonder, and I guess we'll start finding out as I start adding stuff to the roof of my car. I wonder what that's going to do to my gas mileage. I'm kind of afraid to ask. Because <laughs> I still get, I mean, even when I'm tuned, I still get, I don't know, I think my, I haven't reset it in a while, but think it's at about 26 so i don't know we'll have to we'll have to keep an eye on that and find out now look at gas i just know i gotta put gas in the gas tank every day every day every day i drive it pretty much uh, mine's not quite every day but mine's mine's too damn often <laughs> yeah well if i drive my car too, yeah, well, are you, uh, you're going to try and go on the, the trip south with us next year, right? Yeah, that's the plan. Awesome. That, that will be awesome. That is still going to be, that will be the highlight of, um, most of our, probably most of our year. I mean, I'll be going down to the Dragon again when I do uh, Gatlinburg, probably. 
as I say, when you go to slammed enough. Yeah, because the plans will definitely go to that again. Yeah, I've got... I, I'm waiting on various racing schedules to come out next year before I can really tell you my plan. But, well, I, I think that'll do it for this week. A little bit of a slightly shorter show than normal. We don't have uh, we don't have a third guy to, to bounce off of, so I don't know. Logan, do you have anything else before we sign her off? No, that's it for me. I mean, kind of a slow week, but, I mean, hey, yeah, yeah, it's a pretty slow week. As far as content goes, upcoming big content, I mean, we're still going to do the shows every week. Um, like I said at the top of the show, I'm going to PRI next month, so I'm going to try and... I don't know, maybe sit down. I'm going to go probably two days, Friday and Saturday, and sit down uh, at the end or, I don't know, find some time maybe during the day and, and do a couple short little monologues that will be released uh, both Friday and then on Saturday as well uh, on their respective days. And who knows, maybe I'll have uh, maybe I'll have someone with me. I know Dad will be with me, but I know I've got some other – couple other people in my entourage that are going to that with me as well. So stay tuned for that. Uh, for this slow week on Ruthless ST Radio, I'm Nick Bernal. That's Logan Simpson, and we will see you next time. Have a good one.